Hello and welcome to English with Elliot. I'm your host, Elliot, and I would like to thank you for joining me today for the 23rd episode of this podcast. English with Elliot is an English language podcast with one mission to help you communicate effectively in English. In each episode, you will learn new vocabulary, phrases, grammar, and much more. This podcast is absolutely free. All I ask in return is that if you enjoy what you hear, then please spread the word and like, rate and share with family and friends. You can also follow me on Instagram at English Coach Elliot, where I upload new content every single day to help you improve your English language skills. In addition to this podcast, I also send out a free newsletter with lots of English learning tips and advice. If you'd like to subscribe to this newsletter, then check out the link in my Instagram bio. A written transcript of today's podcast episode will also be available to download from the link in my Instagram bio. A final reminder that my ebook, Seven Conversations in Seven Days, is now on sale. This audiobook comes with 15 audio tracks and is designed to help you become a better speaker in English. For more details, see the link in my Instagram bio. So, without further ado, let's dive into today's topic. Congratulations, you are owed £1,000. Reply to this email to claim your compensation. Hello, I'm afraid your bank account has been compromised. In order to protect your money, I will need your account number, sort code and PIN. Donate now to help starving children in Africa. Nowadays, scams, tricks designed to part you with your money, are everywhere. Social media, phone calls and even fake websites. Whilst you may feel too smart to be scammed, the truth is that in the social media age, such tricks are becoming more and more sophisticated, making us all more vulnerable than ever. We all hear other stories of people who were swindled out of their life savings and think, that would never happen to me, until it does. Scams are not only becoming more sophisticated, they are also becoming more popular. For example, in the last quarter of 2021, there was a 17% rise in all reported scams. Have you, or someone you know, been the victim of online fraud? What happened? What do you do to protect yourself from online fraud? Do you think the bank does enough to protect you? These are the questions we'll be discussing in today's podcast episode. Firstly, we will learn some new vocabulary before moving on to listen to a phone conversation between a bank operator and a woman who has just been scammed. first word for today is scam. This verb means to get money from someone by making them believe something is true when it isn't. Unfortunately, nowadays, many people want to scam you out of your money. The second word for today is in arrears. This idiom refers to a situation when you are late in making regular payments, such as your mortgage, rent or other bills. 
Have you ever been in arrears? Thirdly, we have the word overdrawn. This adjective means to have spent more money than is in your bank account. Many bank accounts offer an overdraft facility. However, these come with a pretty hefty interest rate. The fourth word for today is plausible. This means believable. For example, it is plausible that the number of scams increases during difficult times such as global pandemics. Fifthly, we have the word quid. This is a British slang for pound, the British currency. Please note that this word is never plural. For instance, we say 250 quid, not 250 quids. This slang is very popular in England. The sixth word for today is collateral. This refers to something of value, such as property, that can be given if a loan cannot be repaid. What would you give as collateral if you needed to borrow a large sum of money? Seventh, we have the word sort code. A sort code is a number which identifies which particular bank an account belongs to. Finally, we have the word means. This noun refers to the money that someone has access to. Do you have the means to live the lifestyle you desire? Now that we've learnt this new vocabulary, we're going to listen to a conversation between a bank operator and a woman who has just been scammed. Shortly, we are going to listen to a dialogue between a bank operator and a woman who has just been scammed. However, before we do so, I want you to listen out for the following information. So, grab a pen and paper and write down the following questions. Number one. What is the victim's full name? Number two. What are the suspect's details? Number three. How much money did the victim lose and what was she saving towards? Number four. What information was the victim asked for by the scammer? Number five. What action will be taken by the bank? Okay, ready? Let's listen to the dialogue and see whether we can get the answers to the above questions. Hello, Fraud Hotline. How can I help? Hello. I think I've been scammed and I don't know what to do. Okay. First of all, tell me your name and what type of account you have with us. My name is Gemma with a G, Bingley. That's B-I-N-G-L-E-Y. I've got a current account with you, but it's got a saver account attached to it. Saver account plus, I think it's called. OK, Gemma, tell me what happened. I got a call from you. I mean, I thought it was you, but it wasn't. They said... Uh, OK, was it a man or a woman? A man. He was very professional. Sounded like he was in his 50s, maybe. 
Okay, what did he say to you? He said that I was in arrears on the mortgage I have with you and that there was going to be a charge of £200. Something, a new tax regulation? He said he was able to help me, but I would need to pay £50 to the bank, which would stop the charge being made. I have been having problems with money lately, and I knew there wasn't much left in there, so I thought I'd gone overdrawn and the payment hadn't been made, so what he was saying sounded plausible. I can't afford to pay £200, so I was really happy that he was helping me. There certainly isn't any such charge, and we would warn you in writing of any change made in the charging system. I know, I know. I wasn't thinking. He sounded so nice and professional. I didn't think for a minute that it wasn't the bank. Trouble is, that wasn't all of it. 50 quid would have been bad enough, but... He somehow knew that there was a savings account attached to the current account. He said what I could do is to use my savings to guarantee that there would be no further charges in future, as the money I have saved could be used as collateral. Obviously, I liked that idea. Did he ask you for account information? Yes, but he said it was a security measure to make sure that I was who I said I was. He said he was looking at my account information and my PIN and just wanted me to confirm what it was. So I told him my account number, sort code and PIN. And have you checked your savings account? I have. I was saving for my daughter's wedding and I had almost £5,000 in there. It's all gone. I'm sorry this happened to you, Gemma. There are some things we can do immediately. Firstly, we can put a block on your savings account to make sure no one else accesses it and we can monitor the current account. I feel so stupid looking back. I should have known not to give him my pin, but he was so nice and I really believed he was helping me. We may be able to trace the money if it was moved electronically. I'm going to need to take some more information from you. But do know that no one from the bank will ever ask you for your PIN numbers. And you should never give them to anyone else, even family. But please try to remain calm. We may be able to get your money back for you. Do you currently have the means to buy what you need without using your bank accounts? I do. I have some cash that I can live on for now. Good. Here's what we're going to do. Well, how did you do? Did you get the answers to our questions? If not, don't worry. Why not listen again? Right, let's go back to the questions we discussed earlier. The first question asked for the victim's full name. As we heard, the victim's full name was Gemma Bingley. The next question asked for the suspect's details. As we heard, the suspect was male, professional, and sounded as though he was in his mid-fifties. The third question asked how much money the victim lost and what she was saving towards. As we heard, the victim lost nearly £5,000 and had been saving towards her daughter's wedding. The fourth question asked what information the victim was asked by her scammer. 
As we heard, the scammer asked for Gemma's account number, sort code and PIN. The final question asked what action will be taken by the bank. As we heard, the bank will monitor her current account and block her savings account to stop anyone else accessing it. In today's podcast episode, we talked about the tricks of the scammer. What do you think about Gemma's situation? Was she too naive and trusting? Or perhaps the innocent victim of a sophisticated scam? Would you have fallen for this scam? Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and found it interesting. A written transcript of this episode will be available to download from the link in my bio on my Instagram page. You can get in touch with me on Instagram at English Coach Elliot. I would love to hear from you. Please also feel free to contact me on Instagram with suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.